Bobby Jones. Starring Buddy Ebsen. What the hell are you talking about? Also starring Lee Merriweather. Who the hell are you? With guest stars Bradford Dillman. Uh-huh. Robert Hogan. Uh-huh. Special guest star William Conrad. Uh-huh. Tonight's episode, Requiem for a Son. Uh-huh. Radio Goddamn sports junkie, you must be hung like a mule. I'm dying over here. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, no, no, I just, I, I didn't set any goals. I just, you know, went out there and... You just fly by the seat of your pants? I pretty much, what happened? It was a domino effect when yeah. I came down here from New York. You know it, dominoes can go the other way. Look, I had no job. I had nothing. It was a bad decision. You met me. I have you. Aww. And now my son, it's his turn, so let him, you know, relish in this. You know, screw it, Jake Jacobson, Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Let's just freak out for the next hour, Jake. I'm ready. I'm ready to freak the hell out. Yeah, we need this because, look, the world is a mess. We're not just our country. Yeah. But if you want to talk about our country, it's a mess. We know that. We don't know what's going on. There's no... There's no real guidance of what we should or shouldn't do. This is we're right. flying by the uh, side of I seat know. of our collective pants. Yeah. There's no game book when it comes to society's been turned flat ass upside down. No, and that's where I will I will get on the side of the government. Just a, a skosh. Sure, they handled it horrifically, uh-huh. and they well continue to step all over themselves. But it is un- uncharted water. So you got to give a little. Could other presidents handle it better? Sure. But let's try to let's try to get the world back on our feet, especially good old Uncle Sam, man. All right, I don't want any militia people marching in governments or city halls and stuff like that. I don't get that. With swastikas, I, I hate saying that word. It's hard for me to even say it. Uh, Confederate flags. I mean, what? What, what is year it? is this? If we're the best country, where is all this racism and bigotry coming from? That's a great point. If we are the greatest country in the world, I, that's I guess why that saying is still in existence that you're allowed to do that but you would think after 200 freaking years and 100 years practically since world war ii that we've learned that we're not going to tolerate that that's why we have our own country you can have your own religion you can have your own beliefs in anything you want and you shouldn't have jerk-offs holding guns with skinheads and and swastikas it's insane what what year what generation what century are we in now i don't understand it i mean i mean to the extent not not to that extent i don't i don't uh endorse or and i can't even see where the people are coming from but on the flip side of that how about wisconsin opened up their doors yesterday for businesses and you gotta feel yeah i grew up in northern illinois there ain't a lot up there past chicago and there's nothing but cornfields and every every bar every town has a little tavern there's just one or two and that's what they go every day and these people have got to be going out of their ever loving minds these taverns yesterday jake were stacked stacked packed and jacked let's hope it doesn't result in a giant outbreak but you kind of had to feel if you're on a farm for three months and all you're talking to is pigs and I'm not talking about your wife, uh, you, you want to go down to the corner and just probably get spit-faced, wouldn't right, you? Yeah, here's the game plan, all right? No holds barred, Ozzy and Jake. Here's Jake's me, all right? And I'm third person. Here's my game plan. I love third person. Because you look at it and you say, all right, if people want to go out and they want to put themselves in a position where they're uh, susceptible to getting the virus... You know, okay, do it. But here's the problem with that. It's like Georgia opens up everything, so people from other states or nearby states will go into there, so they go to the bars, 
Maybe they catch something there, and then they bring it back to, to the Florida. Cities. So here's the deal. If you want to open things up, then you can't travel anymore. You've got to stay within the confines of that city. And you can't let anybody else into it unless they're going to stay there because if they leave to go back to where they came from and they got the virus, now they pass it on for where. And, and then the, the, it continues. So as absurd as this sounds, it's also to me the only remedy to make it happen if you are going to open up, you know, you're basically back to regular status quo. Well, maybe have like a, an overseeing uh, police force, maybe call it something like a, a Gestapo, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an answer, but I will <laughs> tell you this. I mean, that's my only reasonable way of putting this because I found out, first of all, that they're opening up the gyms on Monday. Oh, good. And to me, you know, for people who want to work out, I work out from my house. I always like the independency of knowing I can get out of bed and do it from my house. I don't have to go into any place. I have to be there at a certain time. Other people are around me. I hate that. I could do anything on my own. I could do it naked. I could, you know, put the TV on any station, whatever it is. But I still think this is, I mean, you, again, uncharted territories. Are we, are we testing the limits too quickly right now? Yeah, we're all guinea pigs. Like that, last night, I was working up there in 41, and and I was doing a little un, under under work, uh, undercover investigation. I was asking some ladies of the night. Okay. And uh, you know, I, was, I was trying to work a bargain. What do we get for $10? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get some. Where are you going with this? I'm a man of the people. All right. So I'm out there on the street talking to hookers, okay? Okay. And it was me love you a long time gone wrong. I'm sorry. I'll just crawl back over here in my, in my little collective hole. Uh, to, to your point, exactly. You can do whatever you want. It is America, but your irresponsible behavior. Yeah, if you're going up to Georgia to get drunk and bringing it on home to Florida, then it's our problem. And if you're, I don't know how the gyms look. Gyms have always had this because when I go to hotels, I'm on vacation. I always work out in the gyms and they have the sanitary wipes to wipe up after you use a machine. I get all that, but there's more to it with this virus than that. I'm not, again, I work out at home. You do? But if you're, if you are going to that gym and then from the gym, you're coming into my Publix where I work. Yes, I wear a mask and I have a shield in front of me. But still, if I walk into the aisles or anybody else who's a customer, you're putting them in harm's way. So this is real. I, you know what? I, I just think things for me getting more cynical as I get older. I think we're moving along too quickly. And I understand people want to get back to work. And I understand people want to get back to the gyms. Sure. But and uh, get back to an income flowing in. But at what cost? At what cost? Are we going to die from the in? Are we going to die from the virus? Or are we going to die from starvation? I looked at the numbers last night, Jake, or this morning. The the highest number of single daily cases in Sarasota County. I took one look at it, and I was like, I was, I was a collective gasp, a collective gasp, because that's not good. Now, that, a lot could be said to that. My daughter actually broke it down. She thinks it's because they're testing more than they did at the beginning, well, and that course, could be very much I, true. I went for the test at the UTC Mall on Tuesday. How did it go? Uh, I'll know, they, they say they'll call you two to five days. They don't leave a message. They call you well, once. Wait it, a second, it, because yes, they said they'd call you. Yes, they. Now my doctor, I had to pull around the side and kind of had to go behind like a, a little tree area there by the you know by the the, the rowing lake. Yeah, well, he checked your right, pro, he, he checked your prostate, right? It's That's at the UTC Mall, right next to Dillard's. All he, right. He said, "Don't tell anybody." 
They, I'll tell you. No, no, no. Oh, no. God, that wasn't a doctor. No, no, no. Oh, no. Jesus. They call you. Who, they do the test. They send it out. There, they have all your information. They call you once. I said, what happens if I'm at work? Will they leave a message? No. He called me the next day. He wanted me to see if I was coming back. So what happened was, or is, after five days, which will be Sunday... If I don't hear anything or if there is a phone call that I can't answer, I have to call back after five days. So Sunday or Monday, I will call them if I don't hear from them, and they will tell me the results of the COVID-19 test. Will you share them with me in the listening audience? I'll share with everybody. Of course. I Look, I, I, I knock on whatever. Knock on wood, knock on foam, whatever we got here three times. My knuckles are so sore from doing it at work. But I don't have, to me, any symptoms. I'm just curious being out there in the public's eye, being at Publix, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day, five days a week, 30 to 35 hours total. I'm seeing a lot of people. I'm walking through the aisles. We've, you know? we, we've been down that aisle, literally. Yeah. I do like, to be honest, I like the plastic shield, and I hope they keep it up afterwards. Uh, they probably will, but it's on Velcro, so they can pop it off and put it on it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'm in the penalty box. Or I'm, I'm well, like, people say, I said to them, we borrowed it from Amelie Arena. It's going back when the season starts. Yeah, that's why we're on the same wave, like, buddy. I immediately go to a penalty box, Mac. Yeah. I also go to uh, the window, the ticket window at the dog track. I go, I like two, right. two dollars on right. three to place yeah, and a right. jug of milk over here, guy. Give me a 30 on 30 cent card over there. Over. But most places do have the shield. And I, you know, I, I find it. Um, fine i don't even reckon you know i'm so used to it now it's so clean i can't believe whoever's doing the windows at Publix doing the shield i want them in my house you know it is it's, it's so the guy clear. who played the shield on tv the commish Shut the hell up. yeah that was a little off yeah that was jealous well so let's do this all right <laughs> yeah because talk to me. this all ties in we're going to get to sports now because what, what do we got to talk about video a, games well there's a couple things going on first of all you know, if you listen to Dr. Fauci the other day when he had the uh, oh, yeah. the hearing uh, through Zoom for the Congress or that Senate or whatever bizarre. it was. That was the whole thing was bizarre. And he said, you know, here's the issue with sports, whether it's a non-contact sport more like baseball or football, basketball. The bottom line is if, what, if they're being tested on a regular basis and somebody ends up or two or three people on the team end up with the virus, now you got to quarantine the team for, what, 14 days? And the whole schedule's effed. There you go. The whole thing is out the window. Then. You can't do it. Say the Mets are in Houston, and they come up with a positive test, Houston, and then... have a problem. And then you go... <laughs> yeah. Houston, we have a problem. See, I'm going to try to get some kind of humor out of a... Yeah. Something. Whoa! So, I mean, so... If these are legitimate. Yeah, wow. These are legitimate facts. I just started the show by saying I've been really kicked around a little by my peers last week, and now you're kicking me right in the sack. Well, I'm God try- damn it! I'm trying to stay on this uh, on this target. You here. came in with an ill temper. I did. Well, you're a, you're allowed I'm to. Focused. If there's anybody who, who's who do a freaking gasket blow, it's Jake freaking <laughs> Jacobson. Because you've been holding it in for years. I'm just gonna hear. Did you hear what happened to Jake? No, what happened? He exploded. I, uh, he literally just, he was sitting there, he's walking his dog. He bent over to pick up the dog do, and he just exploded all over the sidewalk. Okay. It was the first case in modern man history. You, no, nobody. You've heard of uh, internal combustion? He just blew everywhere. No, I, I honestly, it's not like that. I'm, it's not I, even I, enough to bury. I am very content. 
I, you know, knock again, knock, here I go again, knock that on, on anything three times. The fact that right now all seems okay. I'm working. I have a great family. I have great friends. I get to do this with you. Everything is, despite all the craziness. I know. Everything's in my life is pretty status quo. I can't complain and, either. And I certainly feel I've lost a, as we talked about last week, I lost a very close, yeah, reasonably close second cousin. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, my co- other cousin uh, in-laws who are both elderly, but both have the coronavirus right now. So I feel very fortunate that the, the close-knit family here here in this area, my friends back north are doing, and my sister and my niece and everything are doing okay. Well, now, as far as sports, but we're all I wrote a song about it, Jay. I, 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 People say it sounds a little like some folk figure in the 70s. Was it Jim Croce or something? It's Dan Fogelberg. It's longer okay. than... Okay. You want to hold hands? No, I want you to... Oh, take, a, take that pill that you take on a regular basis. Jesus age champions in God! All right, that's the worst song I've ever heard in my life. So here's the thing. I want sports back. So do I. Fauci brings up a great point that if somebody catches it and it's passed on in the team, you have to quarantine. So you, there you go. You screw that up. Then we get Blake Snell. And the, here's the deal with Blake Snell. Blake Snell comes out yesterday, says that he doesn't want to play for less money. And he, risk his life. It, well, that seemed to be secondary. It was, and here's my thing. If you're not going to play because you don't want to risk your life, just like I have a choice not to work at Publix if I don't want to. Right. That's my choice, and I'm fine with that. Anybody who wanted to take a furlough from Publix because they were scared of getting, um, you know, getting the virus, then I get it. That's yeah, okay. And I got a newsflash for Blake Snell. You risk your life every time you go on the mound by taking a line drive right off your skull. Well, I, I, okay. Let's not take it to that extent. Do you want to see this, Jake? First up, for him to say, I'm not making any money. I knew that guy. That's, look at his face and tell he was smoke, he's been smoking weed his whole life. That, he, he comes across kind of like an idiot. That's an arrogant piece. I mean, that... That is the, ridiculous the, to say, the, I'm barely making any money. You're making $7 million. You're going to make about 47 as soon as you lose, leave Tampa Bay. But with an attitude like that, you better straighten your game up. He says, I won't play. Then, then how does that work, Jake, if the rest of the team wants to play and certain players don't? Look, there are businesses now that are opening up. And people have to understand, you're not going to get paid what you once were until things get back to where they were. Yeah. You know, know, Publix, I'm getting paid more than I was originally, as all Publix employees got a benefit uh, payment of an increase because of of being out there. And Publix and Walmart and all that are taking care of their, 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 their employees because they're making money. Employees are putting themselves on the line. They but I'm not, I'm not taking any time off. If if they cut my hours or they asked me because they were they weren't profiting and they said, "Look, we got to slow it down. We got to we got to knock off a dollar off your hourly wage." And I would have the option of taking it or not, and I would probably do it understanding the situation. A lot of businesses are asking that. Radio industries are asking their their uh, personalities to take a slight pay cut. Because right now clients can't afford to pay the you know the the airtime exactly. So you got to do your part. If baseball is only going to play half the season, then baseball players should have to take a pay cut. What if some guys don't want to play for half price? Do they get the chance? Do they get the option to sit out? Or does that void their contract? It's a big ball of wax. I, I don't. I don't know. But for any per, for any baseball player who wants to play and isn't afraid of getting the virus, take the cut. 
If you're a pitcher like Blake Snow is only playing half the season, that means he's getting maybe 15 to 17 starts. Do you expect them to pay him the $10 million because he's a five-year, $50 million contract? Negative. No. They have no fans attending the games. That's There's fun. nobody buying food, drink at the state. So, of course, the, the, the teams are getting hurt. The owners are getting hurt. And the players have to understand that. So, if you want to play, take the cut. If you're afraid of getting the virus, don't play. Does but that void their contract then? But don't mix and match your feelings to us. By saying, I'm not going to only get paid $2.5 million and risk my life well, when I should be getting paid in full. No! You're not playing a full season. Yeah, exactly. The, the owners aren't getting the full wad of money. And they're not getting the fan, as I said, tickets. They're not getting the concessions. People are not going to be buying their uniforms and, and, every, and all that stuff. So the like, baseball I- is losing a lot of money and teams are losing a lot of money. And the players have to accept that. Would you be okay... With Manfred Mann coming out tomorrow and saying, look, there's so many d- loose ends in this. Let's just shut it down and let's start spring training in 2021. I'd have, I would just, rather, I can't wear my new sock uh, thing that I, it's a development, it's research. Do you like it, Jake? It's, it's beautiful. A, it's, <laughs> it's an old glove, but it, it kind of. You look it, like an I, elephant. I think it kind of muffles the sound a little bit. Yes, it does. Okay. Um. First off, he comes off looking like a complete a-hole with 30 million people out of work saying, I ain't getting paid, bro. It would be, making, even at half, he's making $3.5 million. Well, here's the deal. It breaks down to basically, I think, between agent and tax and all that. We know Florida tax is another thing about being in Tampa. You get the Florida yeah. taxes, which is great. I think he's making like $7 million, and they're asking to take a pay cut to the point where he'd be making about two and a half to $3 million for a three-month season. Are you really into watching? They're talking about no first or third-base coaches. They're talking about, how about this, Jake? Who, who's talking about no third or first-base coaches? That is coaches? one of the stipulations. That's insanity. No high fives and ready for this? No spitting. That ain't going to work. <laughs> Have you ever been around a Little League team that doesn't spit? Every player ever played. Girls playing kickball spit. Virtual high fives. That's all. I, I don't think, this. and I don't. You really want to see an empty stadium ringing hollow with a, a double that scores a meaningless well, run? I don't. Well, what they can do in this day of technology, the players won't feel it. The players won't see it. Are you saying pipe in uh, fan noise? Not just a fan noise. You can make it look like it's a filled stadium. Well, you know where else they make it look like a filled stadium? You get a great game every night. Video world, video games, and I watched the race. They came back last night and beat the Toronto Blue Jays in a fake nine-inning affair that I'm telling you, it was one of the best games I've seen Can't all year. Do it. Can't do it. Give but, it a shot, buddy. I'm I'll, telling you right now. I'll tell you, my, my, my son Josh, as you know, not, not Aaron, the one on the radio, but my other son Josh, who is involved with uh, his knowledge of film and writing and all that. He's, uh, he's got big plans in the new uh, studio. Well, let me tell you something. This is how desperate he was for sports, and this is no joke. All right. You know, on ESPN, they have the, uh, the Taiwan, uh, is it Ta- Taiwan, Taiwanese Major League Baseball? Absolutely. He is, him and his, him and his uh, fiance, uh, Emily, have picked a team. I think they're, they're, they're something, the Nuan Dragons. He records every game. Yeah. Him and his wife watch the games, and they are fascinated that they have taken on this team with their heart. And now he calls me up, and he calls my wife up every day, and he's telling us about how they, like, we give a crap about whatever team this Dragons or whatever their names are, are. 
And he's telling us how last night in the ninth inning they were down 3-2 to two and the guy came up and hit a two-run or whatever it was. And him and I are looking at each other like, who gives a flying I know won't. what? Well, I'll tell you right now. But he's taking it seriously. He's watching it? Jake Jacobson? Yes. I'm betting on it. And I won $5 two nights ago. Seriously? Yes. On Chi- Not Chinese. It's Korean ball. Is it Korean? I didn't know if these were these were players or dishes on a menu. I had the huipor, the mugu gai pan, but I won five dollars. And currently, let me tell you something. All these free ones, I finished first out of twenty-seven thousand players. If that was real money, I'd be about twelve grand. It was a free one, so I win nothing. Kaputs. Did you watch the game? No, I didn't. I don't know where you can watch them. You want to hear how bad it's gotten? I'll tell you how bad it's gotten. Sunday, I got all my life savings. On drone racing. What the hell is... I'll just... I mean, I'll leave it at that. This is... I gotta get into a... I gotta get into a center, Jake. I got a problem. I just... I cannot believe my son and his fiance <laughs> sit at night and watch... Hey, I always... Taiwanese Major I was League Baseball. always a proponent that in this day and age we live in, and all these players coming from Japan, how about when baseball... Well, they run concurrent, though, don't they? Most of the seasons, too. Maybe there's a little bit of overlap. Why not? How about Mexican League? Mexican League plays in the, in the wintertime. I'd get behind a Mexican baseball team if I could watch them. I like baseball all year long. Just like it was football right now. But I'd I watch it. A, but I want to have a connection. I want to oh, know the players. Well, I, I went to Cancun once on a cruise, so that's my freaking team, pal. I want to know the players. I want to, you know, I just... Well, I, get a, a freaking thesaurus. No! Or, well, I don't know, I guess that wouldn't do you any good. Get online. I'm sure there's com. You get to know your Chichinchi of the Week. Do you know that? So my 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 son is uh, watching the game, and he yeah. finds out that f- former Sarasota High number one pick of the Red Sox, what seven, uh, eight, nine years ago, Casey, Casey Kelly, yes, is playing for one of the teams. He's a pitcher out there. He left Major League Baseball here, got himself a nice contract, and he's playing out in Taiwan. I don't know if you want to say left, other than. Uh, no other option. No, I don't. But, I mean, no, it's no. like saying an actress wound up in a great role in Debbie Does Dallas 14. Well, Aaron and Casey played. Uh, They're the same age. They played together. They played in leagues against each other. Casey's a great kid. He's, He's a great a kid. Great ball player. He played shortstop for Sarasota High and pitcher. Got drafted as a pitcher by the Red Sox. Moved uh, very around. highly, too. Yep. And uh, then yeah. got traded to San Diego. Wasn't he the number one pick of the Red Sox? Uh, the Red Sox. I think it was the, the uh, 11th pick in the yeah. draft. Then he got traded to San Diego. And uh, so I'm pitched a few times, but he had the rotator cuff surgery. Came back, didn't pitch a lot. And I guess Taiwan offered him a decent contract that he you know, he couldn't pass it out. So right now he's out there playing baseball, making some money. On a good low, for him. Good for God bless him. And I like Casey. Casey's I, really interviewed him a bunch of times. Really good kid. Parents, great people. I got a two-part question for you. A, who's the... You, for your money, the most successful major leaguer as far as a major league career to come out of Sarasota. Not necessarily Sarasota High School, but Sarasota County baseball player. Six, as far as long-term success in the major league. We've uh, had some number. Doug Blosser, who's, who's a friend of the no, show. No, he did oh, not have the no, major league success. He no. might have been the best player ever to come out of here. Correct. But no. as I'm talking as a, a Sarasota-born, a Sarasota-bred yeah. player coming out of Sarasota, be it high, Sarasota High, wherever, in Sarasota County, in the major leagues, I have my choice. What's yours? Um, well, I won't remember names. As the shortstop from Sarasota High, who played with the um, 
with the uh, Washington. That's and, me, and, Ian Desmond. And Desmond. And he's he an let, all-star. He's had about 10 years in the league. He's been on a, he wasn't yeah. around for the championship. He, he was, you know, I, I'd take him on my squad. The Rays had a chance two or I three I thought it was ago. a perfect opportunity for them to bring in some more fans and well, they didn't do it, but yeah, that's my pick too. Well, yeah, Ian Desmond's had a hell of a career. No, very good career. But I, I'll tell you something. There's been as great as this area has been for both football and baseball, right? And, and we're talking about really good. The guys who've been drafted. Number one, there was also what's his name from um, Lakewood Ranch, who was drafted by the Mets. Milner, Miller. Um, oh, uh, he had a. Uh, and he ended up playing uh, the Pirates. No, I think he ended up going to Japan. But I'm thinking uh, about uh, McCutcheon was not a no, local project. No, 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 no. Lasting's Millage. Lasting's Millage. All these guys who are highly rated, high draft number one picks have been failures to a degree. That's right. Or never reached the expectations as a number one pick. How about the horrific uh, series of events? Remember we had a, a we were cursed with uh, some left-handed, the left-handed kid, Doug Million, Yankees, I believe it was, was the, the Rockies, had a well, he heart ended, attack. He and died, up, he it was terrible, man. And there was another, another young man who died, obviously, Greg Bloster's young brother, who might have been better than he was, had a, a longer career in the majors, and tragically, he was killed right here in Sarasota. There's a, so. there's a bunch of pitchers. One of them, of course, a lefty from Sarasota High, played for the Rays as well. I think it was the number one pick of Detroit or something like that. Uh, uh, oh, Matt White? No. Well, the Rays had a kid from Sarasota High School. A bunch. They gave a ton of money to. I think it was Matt White. Never even played for the Rays. If I had Wi-Fi, I'd find out well, all these Well, I players. can't. Do- we got a new studio coming, in, and we'll give you more details as they emerge. Oh, that's right. That's true. We're going to have so much Wi-Fi. You're going to be so up to speed. You're going to be. I can give you any stock quote, and you'll give me the last 30 days stochastics on it. But he was kind of a, a little chunky lefty from Sarasota Derek Lilliquist? No, but he's also one. How about Corey Snyder? You know, Derek Not much of a you know career Lillequist, on the mound. He's a major league pitching coach. Yeah, no, Lilliquist might have been one of the more... Uh, he didn't last that long. How about Brian McRae from Manatee County? All right, Brian McRae interviewed his dad, who was, of course, my, a very good ball player. One of my close friends in high school sat next to Big Mac on that year of 70 home runs, Mr. David Howard. Played for over a decade in the major yep. leagues. Wasn't a great hitter, utility man, fielder, and a good uh, good clubhouse guy, no doubt. Great clubhouse guy. He has two things to, uh, to put on his... Uh, epitaph at the end of his days. Well, three things, actually. The third is the most impressive. He was the one who hit the ball. Remember the catch over the center feet? A straight behind the back dive that Jim Edmonds make. They call it one of the greatest catches in Major League history. David Howard hit that ball. Secondly, every time Big Mac would hit a home run in 1998, that magical season, there was Dave Howard, a middle, a utility infielder on the Cardinals, right at his side. But more importantly, people don't know Jake, David Howard was the assistant to the general manager, personally handpicked by Theo Epstein in 2004 when the Red Sox won the World Series. That's a nice little nugget to have on your shelf, huh? Yes. I mean, come on. You were the assistant to the general manager for the Red Sox first World Series in 100 freaking years. Amazing. So Dave Howard's had a great run. Yeah, good guy. And uh, this is uh, an amazing, it used to be Sarasota High, Riverview, and that was it. But now with the, all the growth and everything, you have a bunch of different schools, which I think kind of thins out right. the... Uh, Here's a couple of other, other names. The guy I was talking about was Bobby Say. Bobby Say. And he played for, of course, the Rays. He didn't do much, though. Uh, uh, no, but he was a high-end uh, prospect. Um, Matt a, White. A friend of mine who played for Venice High, who was around for 13, 15 years, something like that, Voight. and won a World Series, Mark Guthrie. Oh, I, I remember a certain caller to a certain show right around 2000. It was 2002. Mark Guthrie was pitching for the Cubs the year of the Bartman incident. 
Was he? I did not know. I don't remember that. And it was a late-season game. He gave up a late-inning home run, and a certain long-haired individual made a call to a certain show on a 13-20, I believe the call letters were. And they go, there's Sean in Sarasota. What's up, buddy? I said, you guys were... (laughs) You were doing a live broadcast in bogeys. And I said... I'll tell you what, fellas, I know you're down there at bogeys, and I love bogeys. It's a great setup. But if I was down there, I might take that Guthrie jersey off the wall after a dozen hot wings, very sloppy, and take it into the men's room and use it for what it's worth. And you quickly cut me off. What the hell would you do that for? Because I want to wipe my ass on it because he let up a game-winning home run. It happens. Hey, if it was a Met, you would have been beating you know, me to it. He pitched for the Mets for at least a year. I think he had, like, at one point, 22 straight innings without a run. And I remember hearing him, uh, and I yelled at him for this because I, I wanted to get him on the air at the time because he was going through the streak and everybody knew it. As a, uh, At that point, he was a relief pitcher. I think he was, maybe he was always a relief pitcher. But anyway, the bottom line is, I wouldn't call him to come on the air because I didn't want to break the. I didn't want to jinx him, and then I hear him on Dan Patrick. So after the streak was broken, when finally somebody uh, scored on him, I called him up and I was yelling at him. He got big leagued, but he it was stiff arm Jay Jacobson. No, That's no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I said I didn't call him because I didn't want to jinx him. Uh, he wouldn't stiff arm me. Of I know. You would have came on. I love Mark. Well, you screwed up then. Mark and his wife Andrea and the family—they are great. And his son is was drafted. Uh, his youngest, well, his middle son, was one of uh, a state championship for Venice High a few years ago, and was—I don't know if he what round he was, but he was drafted by the uh, by the Phillies, and he's in their organization. I heard that there was some problems, and there might have been some shady things going on in that. How about this? Um, Please. (laughs) Mark is a personal friend of mine. Don't say something that isn't true. Mark Guth, he had a great career. He pitched for the Orioles. 15 years, something like that. You know I'm thinking of Jack Voigt. Mark Mark Guthrie won uh, with Kirby Puckett, won a world championship with the Minnesota Twins. Jack Voigt played for Venice High School? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking of Voigt. Voigt's a dickhead. No, Mark's, He's Mark, a great Mark is guy. a great guy. Mark is great. We had a lot of great guys. And there's I one like, playing now, Scooter Jeanette, Gannett. How about Scooter with his four home runs? That's right. Holy mackerel. Outlaw. Four home runs in a major league game. One of what? Six guys to ever do that? And he's not even a home run. Power hitter. All right, Jake. Say, you know, we've all played baseball at some level, had little successes, little leaguers or high school, whatever. To hit a home run, first off, you got to have a little bit of strength. you got to have a lot of bat speed. And you got to have a lot of... You need to know what they're doing. You don't hit a home run. You can maybe fall into one you and by accident and jack one long. Okay, a home run in a major league stadium, you got to be high as a cloud. All right, come your second at bat. Wow. Feeling good? Feeling, you know, little you're not a big guy. Boom, he grooves one and you go you go tank again. You're, you got to be running second going, "Jesus, what? Come on, this is a dream." Okay, now the 7th inning rolls around. And you're thinking there's no way. I've had a great night tonight. I'm going to can't wait to call my folks after this game. And boom, you sit on a third one. Now the crowd's going bananas. Your teammates got to be going crazy because you're a little guy in the day. He's like a utility infielder. And lo and behold, I don't know if the game went extra innings. He jacks number four. He must have been, he's probably still spinning. That uh, he, he never had more than like eight home runs in a year. He had four in one night. That'll be on his headstone, and he's got to be walking around like, like, I am the King Wiz all day long till this day. Do you understand how difficult it is in home run derby to Ex- hit four in a row? And that's being lob soup balls. 
It's underhanded to you. It's insane. So to, to run into four in four consecutive at-bats? That's one in a trillion, not billion. It'd be even crazier if he did it on four consecutive pitches. <laughs> oh, now you're getting crazy. That's called the uh, elite sombrero. I don't know. Uh, no holds barred, Ozzy and Jake. Uh, we got into a lot of topics today. we got about a, probably about 25 minutes to go, give or take. All right, I'll, I'll put it uh, this way, Jake Jacob. I've got some other guys I want to list because uh, okay. i got a list of players from the area. I want to hear your, your bottom line thoughts. Do you see baseball happening this year, yay or nay? I think after what I heard yesterday with uh, Blake Snell, I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be too much, uh, too many people that are going to be. Uh, they won't have enough guys. I know they're going to expand the roster, but yeah. I just don't think. A lot of, uh, I don't think it's going to be the money thing because I think some a lot of the guys realize it as much as they want to make the full amount, they understand it. I just think the idea of catching the virus will it, scare enough it, of the players. Yeah, it, it goes the integrity of the game. You don't want to have a, a season on the books that's half-assed. Yep. And that's what it would be to me. It would be a half-assed season. I would rather take the time off, take the precautions, get everything back to normalcy as, as close as we can, if that's ever attainable again. And let's, let's have full houses next April. And by God, could you imagine how insane the fans would be, you and I would be, every baseball, even if you're not a baseball fan, you'd be going insane for opening day 2021 because no one's ever gone without baseball in our generation, for a whole year, no one's ever been through that with no mind baseball. Well, we've Nothing. Had, we've had um, we've had strikes, right? But there's they always end. Yeah, there's always a light at the end of the rainbow, and that's where I kind of get a kick out. I know it's their job, but these talking heads on TV, I, I'm, I can't listen to them anymore. They, they, and the next question that I'm going to go to, before I preface this, I will preface the question. I should say before I go to it, I saw a chart for Sarasota. It might have been Florida, not Sarasota County, for Florida. That showed a steady decline. This is the projected projection now. Now it is on that pace. It's kind of like the eye of a cone of a hurricane. Which, by the way, you know there's a tropical storm in the Gulf. Could be hitting on Monday. Insanity. We need that like we need a freaking all that. It's not. It's it's going to go out. Of, it's, it's well. Around. It's, if they're starting in May, we are effed, my friend. Because well, it's, I believe it's called La Nina, which is Spanish for... The Nina. In other words, <laughs> there was a signal going on, uh, some vibe or electrical current coming from wherever, or if you're a believer of God, is sending a signal to our world, not what? just our country. What's he saying? Get off? Get yourselves straightened out. Well, I'm, send us a list, Mr. Jefferson. I heard his last name is Jefferson. God. I hear he's... What if, I no, there'll be no baseball season. I hear he's kind I of think. a jerk-off. What if you get all the way to heaven and God's kind of an asshole? You're like, I thought you were a nice guy. What am I doing here? I mean, are there other options? Can I go sit with other guys? Where's Hendricks at? I'd like to hang out with him. You know my thinking on this. If there is a God, yes. God has put us on earth, and it's up to us to make whatever it is. Do you believe in yes, I believe uh, coincidences? Do you believe in faith? Do you have Or do you have faith? Do you believe in... Things happening for a reason. Uh, in a way, I do all those. I'm agnostic when it comes to God. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yes, but if, if, that's why I say if there is a God or just some um, oh, spiritual right. thing is happening that is telling our world to straighten out. You're right. Because, How about this? Because we're screwing it up. The uh, air, all of us. The air. You're right. The Air Force, and I'm right with you pretty much on all those things. The Air Force released some. Uh, 
documents yesterday, Jake, and uh, even Bozo the Trump chimed in. They've pretty much acknowledged UFOs, and they're coming at an increasingly high number. And the videos, they're not just hokey videos. These are released by the government yesterday. Check them out. Could it be coincidence? Ooh, probably. I don't know. If there are other coincidences. So that's something to look into, too. No, and I, and I do uh, believe in coincidences. Okay, I had a second part of that question. The second part of the question was... Things happening for a reason. Things happen for a reason. Too. I don't know if I touched on it at the beginning of the show. Sarasota County doubled their new cases yesterday. Is that to scare you to death? Or is it kind of coincident? Is it kind of a product of there's more testing now than there was three months ago? Yeah, of course. Okay. Then I'll put this to you as I started. The cone of uncertainty of this virus, they've got it down by, by June 1st, Jake, to double-digit new cases a day. They have it July, mid-July to maybe 10, 11. They have August 1st, almost single-digit new cases. If single-digit new cases are in August, wouldn't you say it's game on for the NFL season? I don't, you know, I don't, um, what are your thoughts? Because, right. I mean, it, it, they're saying it's coming back with a vengeance. They said there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It will come back at some point unless well, they come up with some kind of miraculous uh, vaccine, which they say they're working on a bunch of things, and I'm sure they are. I, 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 again, I'm telling you what Fauci had said, and I have to respect his knowledge of 30-some-odd years and all these different administrations, not just Democrats, not just Republicans. All of them has respected him. That if he says it's going to happen, and as we said before, we're getting to this again, re- loosening up the reins. No, I, 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 if a player becomes, uh, uh, you know, tested positive, he has to, the whole team is a part of him. They got to quarantine themselves. You can't take yeah. them out of the schedule for a week or two. It doesn't work that way. They were talking about this, Jake, and I, I don't see where Major League play- Baseball players are used to a certain way of of playing their entire lives, like spitting. I mean, how would you govern that? But I don't think they're going to have the same fire if they're sequestered. They're talking about every person. They'll have to clear out a hotel when they go to different cities, and every person within a hotel then has to be tested. It sounds like a logistical just nightmare that could never be handled. No, I, I, I think, you know, of course I want badly to watch. I don't oh, care. Oh, man, of course I'm, fans I'm dying. Make it fun, but... I just, I, I, I think... Jake, I th- Jake, we should be talking right now about the, the Rangers-Lightning Game 6 tonight in New York. We should be talking about your Mets uh, climbing into second place with a huge game against the Phillies and the Rays uh, taking on the Red Sox. This, we should be talking about that. Obviously, something has gotten in the way. And, God, the more I think about it, it just, it, 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 it doesn't just get it. It hasn't just irritated me. It's infuriated me now that our way of life has been thrown upside down and you can't help but think that this all could have been freaking avoided. If this was carelessness on the behalf of Chinese uh, people working on viruses, this is unacceptable, man. We can't. This, they've ruined our world. Yeah. They've ruined our world. Like I said, we're being tested right now. So, In my opinion, it's just, as, the, as Trump would say, it's my gut. Yeah. I don't know if it's right or wrong. You're I'm right. I'm just telling you, my opinion is... Well, it's it's it it's the somebody something something. Our faith, our resolve is being tested. We're being tested, yeah. And what we do now, uh, between you know, we have all these issues with the climate. Whether you believe the scientists or not, there are issues. More hurricanes, stronger stuff. Just more tornadoes, stronger tornadoes. 
Oh, is Jesus. this coincidence or is this something that is some, you know, whatever, unknown. Yeah. And now that UFOs are involved in whatever it? Whatever it is. It's bizarre. I don't know. It's freaking crazy, Jake. It's insane. And maybe their way of life is over. But, you know, you watch like just the, the, any TV show from like a Seinfeld re- episode from 25 years ago. And you're like, man, it was such a simple time. It was so, so much easier. We, ne- we took it for granted. You could just go out to the bar, go have a sandwich with your buddy, go to a movie or a Mets game. You can't anymore. Yeah, I'm done. You know, it's very depressing. No, and I feel for people who might be single, alone, uh, out of a job, as we talked about. I don't want to get too more oh here God, again. That... But it is a very, that's where I, th- and I mentioned this last week, uh, somehow the government, you know, they gave you the stimulus package. They give you, uh, if you have an unemployment, I know it's tough for a lot of people here to get through to it, but eventually... They'll get an unemployment check, and that will continue. Somehow the government has to subsidize people that really need the money. That's just the way it is. I'm all for it until this thing is rectified. Wrecked them? Rectified. Damn near killed them. My new soundboard all set up, but then it kind of went all so, I don't, hodgepodge I, on I, me. I don't think there's going to be sports. I hate to say well, it. You don't think football? I don't think football is going to be played. <laughs> like I said, uh, I know. You know, we're also talking about the season where they talked about if uh, this is flu season in the fall, and if it somehow meshes with the coronavirus that relapse there. Right. We're in for hell. All right. Here's my. I, this is my biggest concern. Call me the most superficial jag off to ever walk the planet. My only concern with that, I will gladly, not gladly, I'll reluctantly forfeit 2020 football. The hell is that buzzing? You hear that? It's the voices in my head, Jake. You got a phone too close to something? Uh, it is on your end. Hold on a second. I'll move my phone there away. You, there you go. There that was it. it. Thank you. Thank you. Edit that out, Steve. No, um, I'll leave it in there. <laughs> um, I will gladly forfeit, not gladly, reluctantly forfeit 2020, but here's my only concern. Is Brady still good to go in 2021? Of course they'll play. Do you think a year away from football benefits Tom Brady? It gives him a year of not getting beat the crap out of. But then again, he'll be 43 years old. Or 44 would it be heading into next season? What are your thoughts there? Because that's my only concern. And that's a legitimate question. I think we briefly touched on it when they first were getting ready or thinking of assigning him. Um I, I think it would help him more for the fact is he could still practice. Right. Um, so his body gets healthier. I think a year and off from football would rejuvenate him. Not, o- not only does he get a body healthy, he also learns the system a little oh, bit yeah. better. Wow. Those are great points, Jake. Very good points. He gets a year of practice. Because they've got to come up with some way. Oh, they they can come. Look, they've got that uh, indoor facility over there at uh, Himes and Dale Mabry. Test everybody going in there. Have start your. Why can't they have off-season workouts if they're testing everybody? Well, again, for Brady, it's more just him, the coaches who stand back filming, yeah. and the four or five receivers that they have running routes. I'm sure those guys are dying to get with Tom. Terrific. If you have to change the ball after each catch, look, the, the, the players oh, Jesus wear gloves. Whatever it is, <laughs> you have to change the ball. I'm just, I'm just throwing this out I there. I know. The bottom line is, body gets healthy, he's not hit, he learns the system, and he's still able to throw uh, the ball around. No, I don't think the year would hurt him in this situation. It, w- it wouldn't necessarily be beneficial, or maybe it would be. A year of not getting the shit beat out of you, might, it sounds like a nice uh, 
different change of pace for me. And then he will be seriously chomping at the bit because there'll be more detractors saying, oh, Brady's 44. He's done a year out of football. I like this. I think you got to look at uh, Gronkowski. It's good. Uh, Gronkowski. At Gronk. It's going to affect. Come on. He's 31 years old. He'll be fine. There's not a player on that team. They got a very young team. The only problem would be Tom Brady. And it, it would be pathetic if opening day comes. There's 15,000 people in the Superdome as a, a Patriot. Our Patriot, a bu- Freudian slip, a Buccaneer Saint game with uh, limited officials, nobody on the sidelines, no fans. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to see that. It's a bastardized, watered-down version of what we used to know. Kind of like my sex life. <laughs> it just, you know, it just infuriates me. And I don't mean to blame the whole continent of China. They don't have any control of that lunatic communist leadership that wants to take over the world. And by the way, I keep pointing to it and I kept reading more about it. 2040, they want Taiwan. Taiwan is their number one goal by 2040. They, they, they are hell-bent on reclaiming that. And that's going to get ugly because Taiwan is our ally and we have ships out in that sea. And they say, hell be damned, we are going for Taiwan. Good thing you and I will be dead. Wait a minute, I'm not going to be dead in 20 years. How about you, Jake? How you feeling? I, I don't You got I, 20 years in you. Well, I, of course I feel like that, but who knows? I don't want to get into that. Jake, do you jog at all? Because I want to... Oh, God, I want to tell you about a horrible story. Yeah. Right hey. down the street here at the studio, um, on McIntyre... Uh, you go north of here on Beneva Road, the lovely Beneva and Weber studio. Uh, yesterday, I would... 30-something-year-old woman was out jogging pre-dawn, probably about 6 a.m., and I did not catch the age or anything about the driver, but I saw a picture of the sidewalk there on Bay Vista in front of the Circle K there. There's a, uh, there's a convenience store on the corner there, and what only could be described as jogger goo residue stretched about 40 feet, and they'd have it covered in sand. The poor woman got clobbered by the car and drugged 60 feet to her death. You know what the moral of the story is? Tell me. Don't jog. Don't even leave your house. Well, I jog on my treadmill. All right. Now you're you're talking. Well, look, if I'm jogging and I hate it, but I've worked out for the last 40 years since I was 21. I was going to say, you're looking a little chubby. I I started (laughs) working out. In my way, because I wasn't playing as much sports. I went, you know, I played so much sports. I had aspirations of being a baseball player, all that. And when that I came know. crashing down, you coach screwed you. You could have been a pro. I realized that I wouldn't be how to get into the work world, and I wouldn't be able to play as much sports and stuff. So I started working out on my own, and um, it's continued for forty years. I want to maintain I'm my a, weight? You've always been in great shape. I've well, never seen why. an ounce of fat on you. Well, that's why. I know. If you yeah. think you let it go, how you wouldn't blow up. Were your folks fat? Yes. They were big No, 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 no. They were fine. My father got a little, uh, when he opened up his business, because he was behind the desk. What did he sell? Candy bars? No, he was a collection agent. He had a business. (laughs) I hear the Jews are good with money. I told you, I I learned Jake Jitsu. Jake Jitsu? What exactly is that? That was my own form of martial arts to protect (laughs) myself when I went into the business. Oh, you did collections? Yeah, for 13 years with my dad. Oh, they, wait a second. You're Knuckles Jacobson? From the Upper West Side? Under Jake Jitsu. Oh, man, you beat the hell out of my uncle uh, Leo up yeah. there on the Upper West Side. He had $40 on a jet game in 82. Richard Todd did not play. I thought he was a scratch. Jake the Knuckles Jacobson. Yep. 
That was me. Matt, I got new respect for you. So, uh... Um, and I respected the hell out of you before. So, uh, what was my point, though? Uh, uh, how your father was a big fat ass. <laughs> No. <laughs> my father was uh, like six feet, 150 pounds, sergeant in the military. Whoa. When he came out and opened up the business. He got behind the desk and he got a little bit of a belly. He wasn't fat or anything like that, but a little Enjoyed bit. life. Probably enjoyed a nice bagel and some, uh, I'm sure he, he had, liked his beer at night when he came home, like 10 o'clock at night to sit down with his beer. Anyway, was that, he a, uh, that's I, irrelevant. I may have asked you. He's six feet. I'm five, I was barely five, six. I didn't want to get Christ. fat. So, to me, working out was my way. Now, of course, I played sports well into my 40s. How tall are you now? Maybe five, 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 five and a half. Five, five? Yeah. You don't look that small. Yeah, that's it. You know what they say five, five, nine is? No, they said... That's Aaron, my... Uh, my five, nine, son. or as every man in America calls it, five, eleven. No one will ever admit to being five, nine, because it's too close to bump it up to five, eleven. And they, I guess it's a nine, eleven, sort of reference. Speaking of which... You know, yesterday, I quit. I told, you, I told you I quit looking at the daily numbers because they're just too overwhelming, although they are trending down. Yesterday, 23,000 new cases in America and 1,700 dead in America and 5,900 dead worldwide. That is just mind-numbing. It's mind-numbing, Jake. I think we're kidding ourselves if we think that there's going to be baseball. Baseball, I wouldn't even worry about that. I would say take the year off. And then guys like Blake Snell... Guess what, Blakey? You're right. You shouldn't have to be in danger at all. So you sit home and play video games, smoke weed, and collect squazoosh. Because that's what you'll get. Nothing. So instead of pitching a couple games for four, five million dollars, and sure, there's a risk. You're a healthy guy. If he got it, he would get over it. You don't want to get it, but I don't know. Maybe that's today's youth. He did announce it on his Twitch channel, playing video games. I go. I wrote on Twitter. I go. Why don't you stick to playing Space Invaders, Jag off? <laughs> <laughs> I talked with Rick Stroud, uh, lead Buccaneer writer, and I said uh, he was talking about Tom Brady. Should Tom uh, on his jet ski last weekend with his two kids, and he just looked like a happy, happy, rich guy. And it said, adjusting in new surroundings? Check. I said, Rick, can't help but think that there wouldn't be quite the same enthusiasm level if we were heading into year six of uh, Mr. Winston's attempted NFL glory I said, if that was the case, I'd personally petition for not only the season to be uh, withdrawn, but go ahead and rescind the franchise at Tampa Bay. He said, I concur. There would be zero interest in the Buccaneers if they had not pulled the trigger. And oh my God, Jake, I was listening to my last show of, I'm sorry, it was week 14 of the NFL season. Leo Haggerty's the first one that brought it through that out there. And of course, I was pushing hard for Cam Newton, and I was told, told I was an idiot. I didn't even want to touch bringing up Mr. Brady. But I said, who knows what next year holds? You know, there's a quarterback up there in New England that just might get let go. Maybe he winds up in the Buccaneers. Crazier things have happened. Maybe he brings Gronk out of retirement. I'll clip it, snip it, and put it online. I called it in freaking January. Uh, I'm sorry, two weeks into to well, uh, December. Yeah, you know, I remember, and I thought it was just... I threw it out there. I thought, I thought it was Cam, wishful thinking. I thought Cam Newton was more of a reality, and I'll tell you, Cam Newton is genius, as opposed to uh, Jameis, who probably wouldn't have got signed if he didn't hold that, if he didn't uh, take that deal with the Saints. I think Cam Newton is playing it brilliantly because now he waits for a good quarterback, a good team that needs a former all-pro MVP... He'll make way more signing midseason if there is a season. If he holds out, then he's healthy. He'll get more money next year. 
He's got a lot of life in him. If I was a team in need of a quarterback, Cam Newton would be my first choice. I ju- it just, it well, just- my problem with Cam is, and I love him, and I think he's a, a you know a top tier, uh, incredible talent. Right. Um, you know, monumental figure. I mean, the body, the st- you know, oh. the size of this guy, the arm, the ability to run, which has put him in more danger, and probably the reason why his career is going to be cut cut short. But I just didn't see Cam changing out Winston for Cam. I, I didn't see that. I just it didn't. Um, I, you know, I thought Brady was more realistic, but I still thought it was wishful thinking. Uh, Cam Newton. You thought Newton was more wishful thinking than Brady? No, I, I just didn't. I didn't see Cam. Could you see Cam on the New England because Patriots? Because of his personality and some of the run-ins he had. You know, I mean, he's a very exuberant guy. Well, he's kind very of, fickle and he's very childlike. When he wins, exactly. it's all good. When he loses, he's a little baby. Exactly. And I, I think because of the situation with Winston, um, even though Winston maybe wasn't a crybaby or anything like that, I, I do like Jameis. I really do as a person. I know he's done some screwy stuff, but I, I yeah. think legitimately is a good guy. I do too. But I just didn't think that the baggage that Cam Newton would bring here would be um, sufficient uh, considering you were getting rid of Winston. I would have just stayed with Winston. Brady's a whole other story, but I thought that, again, was wishful thinking. I just didn't think. I couldn't imagine that Brady would leave New England. To me, you know, this type of quarterback who's going in the Hall of Fame first time, maybe, you know, uh, biggest monumental victory to the Hall of Fame ever as far as, far as votes. But... To leave the guy who was drafted six and spent all these years with Belichick, I didn't really realize there was so much animosity between the two of these guys. I guess it all started two years ago when he went on an extension. They go, we'll go year to year, which is kind of a spit in the face of the guy who put you in the Hall of Fame, Belichick, and vice versa. And I'm sure that might play into our my theory and your theory that a year off not only will re, uh, rejuvenate his, bo- his body, but his mind. You can see the, the weight of the world's been lifted off Tom Brady. He's laughing and joking up there in Jeterville. The Jeter manager, he might even buy it. What does Jeter need it for anymore? No, He's I living didn't. in Miami. Why would Jeter take that job? I, Enjoy your life, man. I, again, some people have their own goals and felt I was, a, you know, like Magic Johnson became not only a success business-wise with his Burger King franchises, but he became a success as far as being part of an organization. Michael Jordan, not so much. I mean, yeah. he's still making zillions of dollars, but some of his decisions involving an NBA and stuff like that have not gone as well. He's had and no success with those Bobcats. Look, and look at it. Jeter right now at Miami, tore the team apart, invested a lot of his money into it. Whether or not he becomes a success because he was such a great ball player and great locker room guy, that's yet to be seen, but right now, not so good. Jake, sir, I saw the first three or four episodes of the, of the Jordan thing. It is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. God, he was so great, man. He was just unbelievable. He's the greatest team athlete player maybe I've ever seen. Maybe nothing. He was the greatest te- player I've ever seen. Unbelievable. I can't look. How I, about the girl? How about you the wife wait, 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 Are you what? Uh, who? Fucking Jordan. Holy. He's married again? He's got like a 25-year-old nugget. Yeah. Did you Have you watched The Last Dance yet? I said I've seen the first. Uh, is it a miniseries? It's a yeah, two, three parter. Part, yeah. It's a temp parter. I've seen the first three. It's, you know, I watched, of course, his career at North Carolina. Um, I watched his career as a bull. I watched his career as a wizard. You forget, I mean, as great as he was, until you see this last dance and see all the highlights, you forget 
No, there's nobody. And I used to, you know, to me, Magic Johnson in his own way, maybe not as athletic as Michael, but was great. Larry Bird, same way. Dr. J? Dr. J, you know, different different type. An earlier player. version, maybe, of Jordan. Great athlete, uh, a little taller at 6'7", and Good all Lord. that. But Under Mike, the hoop, with the double yeah. reverse. Oh, oh. No, no, phenomenal. But when you look at the all-around aspects of the game, from defense to offense to locker room presence, what he meant, what he would take a team and put it on his shoulders i i gotta admit now there's there is nobody forget lebron great all that uh, kobe bryant great all that nobody nobody was better in my opinion than michael jordan well we, when you know and every player on the court knows and every person in the stadium knows and everybody watching on the tv knows there's 1.2 seconds left and if ball's going to michael ball's going to 23 everybody knows it and there's still nothing you can do about it because he's still gonna get the ball He's going to drain the shot, and he did six straight titles. Six. There's a one you can put. You know, they, they continually want to make the LeBron-Michael comparison. It begins and ends with this. Six straight titles, six MVPs for each one of those titles. He also won Defensive Player of the Year like four times, which LeBron's never had. Well, that's what I'm saying. This, uh, and he wasn't, you know, LeBron's bigger. LeBron's bigger. He's a great talent. but Fabulous. It's not fair to compare him to the greatest player ever. Of his, would you would you say Jordan's the greatest player ever? It's hard to compare him to Bill Russell and to Will no, Chamberlain. I, I, I think he was the greatest player ever. I do. No, I, you, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I do, and I don't. You know, when I look at guys, I didn't see enough of, of Bill Russell. I didn't see enough of. I you know I was younger, much younger, watching Will Chamberlain. I saw much more Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or Lou Alcindor, who I thought was just unbelievable. Um, but Michael Jordan is just, I, you know, like I said, I, I love Larry Bird, what he did. His ability, he wasn't the fastest, most athletic guy. We all know that. But every clutch shot, he could shoot with both hands. He could pass. He saw behind his head. He had, like, eyes there. Um, his, you know, not a great defensive player, but good enough. Great rebounder. Great clutch rebounder. Just can play every... And same thing with Magic Johnson. You had Magic Johnson, kind of like a Dennis Rodman. Sometimes he would play the center. Sure. That's because Magic Johnson was, what, 6'9", 6'10"? No, look, fast break passes were just something out of the, a movie. There was a thing, I don't know if it's covered in the Jordan uh, new pick, biopic, what you, whatever. He had the first dream team, right? Biopic. Biopic. Thank you very much. The, in the Jordan biopic, um, they were training for the Olympics, the first dream team. And they picked up sides. It was Michael against Magic, and they both had an all-star bevy of talent, obviously. And Michael took it to him. And Michael was up. I mean, he just schooling him. And Magic got pissed. And it got heated, and it got heavy, and it went down to a final shot. And, of course, Michael won. But and Magic, you know, he's Mr. Smile. You never see him mad. You never seen the guy angry at anything. You can see the footage of it. He was pissed because he's not going to be shown up by anybody. I don't care if it is his buddy, Michael, jo uh, Michael Jordan. So he came back hard and heavy, and he goes, I still couldn't stop him. I couldn't stop him. And, you know, he's laying on the floor because I guess he had a dang knee or something for the day. He didn't want to hurt it was Larry Bird laid on his stomach and watched the whole thing. He said it was the greatest game he ever saw played in a scrub exhibition between Jordan and yeah. uh, every all-star yeah. of the 80s and 90s yeah. against Magic and yeah. every all-star. Yeah. The worst player on the team is Christian Leitner. Nobody wanted the, the white, goofy well, guy. Well, he was a college kid. He, they, they, they had to have a t token college kid. Why not bring Leitner in? And, they, but, and Jordan even said, leave the white guy on the bench. But they, um, you know... And you heard the things about Isaiah Thomas still ticked off, and he blames it on Jordan not making the team or not being asked to be a part of it. 
And Jorginho, they all, you know, they interviewed four or five guys, and they all said, look, we had great chemistry, and a lot of people didn't like Isaiah Thomas, and they felt he would have blew it. You know, well, chemistry a, wouldn't have been there. And he I was kind it. of a punk, walking off the court before when they were losing to the Bulls. Hey, was last weekend supposed to be the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, uh, first Sunday, first Saturday in May, yes. Well, guess what they have on FanDuel also that I've been killing? Fantasy horse racing. I had six of 12 races I picked and won. I won five fantasy dollars on a free play. Why can't I transform this into reality, Jake? If I lived so long in a fantasy world that Nothing could happen in a real world. It's again, they're testing you. They're telling you it's not in the cards. This I think is you're where, right, man. This is where humans have to learn their lessons. I think you're Sometimes right. at some point you gotta say, Okay, it's not for me. Jake, I've been looking for a cult to follow. Can we move to Jake's town? <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna move and clear some land over in Boca and we're gonna set up a village. <laughs> and we're gonna all have a build our own village. And every night Jake will gather us all around the picnic table. And it'll tell us of the ways of the world. And some will become disgruntled because they don't have the right cable package. And we'll fly in a congressman. I, I will and I'll slip a note to the congressman saying, I kind of want out of Jakestown. I, I, I and you'll sit there with a the mirror glass and go, the congressman's lied, people. Let's all go on to a better world. I'm gonna, I, I'll tell you, I, after years, yes, I think I've built them some pearls of wisdom. And that doesn't mean, look, I can, like a psychiatrist, a psychologist, they can tell you or give you ideas, and then it's up to you to go out and do it. This is, I don't even, I can preach things, and I don't even live by my own preaching. Because I'm a human, I'm stupid. I just found out today that you're really not even religious. I think you're into Judaism for the, for the no, discounted wait, meal. Wait, 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 wait. Because I said I'm agnostic doesn't mean that, I, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a religious person. I, was, I went to Hebrew school, I was bar mitzvah and all that. Just because I, my sister's uh, Jewish, he's an atheist. Just because I'm an agnostic, I don't know agnostic, and I don't know if there's a God, doesn't mean I'm not Jewish. I don't do all the Jewish things. I'm not kosher. I've never seen you with a yarmulke. Of course, I have a yarmulke. I don't Can I wear, wear one it, next time? Unless I'm in temple or bring one down. Like tonight is, is Shab- it, tonight is, is Shabbos. It's the Shabbos. What? Who? Shabbos. What does that mean? It's the Sabbath. Remember Ricky Sh- uh, Shabbos, who was the uh, there was a Shabbos used to play for the no Ernie Shavers. Oh, God. Shavis Ravine or whatever. Shavis Ravine. Well, you're on fire today, Reverend Jake. I can't wait till we move to Jake's town and every night you're going to tell us. You know, I, have, I think that's a Reverend Jim Jones. That was my son. That's telling me I got to leave. All right. Well, you know who would have put it best? When you're down and you need, excuse me, when you're down and you really need to, sometimes the boys are beating the gang and. Well, you need to get in there, Jake, and you need to call Lindsay Nelson is what you need to do, and you need to fight that virus, see? You need to get it by the balls, and you need to fight, 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 Jake, and you need to run, run, run. Don't let that virus catch you, boy, because you think you're down, but not Jake Jacobson. I saw Jake Jacobson fight a bear 147 rounds in the goddamn blazing sun of Florida. Then he went and had a beer afterwards. You don't believe me? Look it up. But I'll tell you this, you bastards. We'll be back here next week, and the week after, and the week after that. So if you don't like it, write a letter to your senator. For Jake Jacobson, I'm Lindsey Nelson, and for that long-haired bastard Ozzy, he's on some platform, apparently. Check it out or not, but mark my words, we'll be back, America. Keep your eyes on the back of your head when Lindsey Nelson's loud for you. But he'll find you, he'll hunt you down, and he'll goddamn gut you like a fish. Till next time. Watch your back, America.
clothes. I just, you know, went out there. Just fly by the seat of your pants. What the hell are you talking about?